0: Your Money replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, this is Influence and today we're sitting across Andrew Burns, CEO of Aegon Asia, asking the question, are we ready for retirement here in Singapore and indeed in Asia as a whole? According to Aegon's Retirement Readiness Survey, 2019, Aegon, by the way, are a multinational life insurance, pension and asset management company. Many workers seem aware that they will live longer and their expectations for retirement seem fairly realistic. The survey revealed 24% of people globally are concerned about their current health. 43% are concerned about their future health. We're going to dive a little deeper into the survey with Andrew right now. Andrew Byrne has over 25 years of experience in the insurance and financial services industry. First up, Andrew, good morning. Thanks good for Good morning, Michelle. This. Great
1: to be here. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for being here and sharing more about your survey. I just want to find out a little bit more about Aegon before we get going. Uh, your latest retirement readiness survey gathered results on aging in Asia, which is so important here in Singapore. It's a big part of our public discourse recently. More Singaporeans are living longer. Singapore topped the world in life expectancy in 2017 with an expected lifespan of 84 years. So we're well ahead of the traditional chart-topper Japan by about half a year. Here. Broadly, Andrew, how ready are we for retirement here in Singapore?
1: I think in Singapore, along with most of the world, planning for retirement is a huge challenge. So the survey we undertake across 15 countries around the world, a number of the large countries in Asia, and one of the key messages we seem to be getting is not surprisingly that people are concerned about their retirement and they're concerned about making sure that they have enough money to save for their future and also around making sure that they have sufficient funds to fund any health challenges they might have later on.
0: And when it comes to providing support for an aging population and you look at countries like Japan and Singapore where people's lifespans are extending what do you think people need to keep in mind as they prepare for retirement?
1: One of the key points I did want to make, this is a huge human success story if you go back to Singapore in 1980, the average life expectancy was around 75 years. If you go back further then your life expectancy was even younger than that. So back when retirement savings systems and plans were developed, they were really thinking that people would have maybe five, ten years in retirement that they needed to provide for in their working life. Now that's extending out. So as you mentioned, roughly 85 years, Singapore with one of the highest life expectancies in the world. Great story. It's a fantastic thing, but it now creates a new challenge. How do we fund that?
0: Absolutely. So if you look at the younger population, and just to switch things up, and insurance readiness, I wonder what your study had to say about young people in Asia.
1: Young people in Asia, compared to many places in the world, do think about this. I think partly cultural. A lot of Asia are very focused on saving for the future. And I think that's a very good thing. I think the simplest message I could give anybody out there is the earlier you start to think about this, the better off you'll be in the the future. Just as everybody knows, the magic of compound interest.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. And if we look at long-term financial planning, it's a big stress for one in four globally. Share with us a little about the factors behind the causes of the stress of a financial planning?
1: I think it's really some of the factors that we talked about. I think economically for many people, it's challenging actually providing for the day-to-day, but also putting aside that little bit extra to, to think about the future. But uh, we really do need to find ways to try to solve that
0: the difficulty reading the future of work as well you know not knowing really how much of their lifetime they're going to be able to put to work and the future of the workplace is changing with freelancing Uh, so people are not quite sure about reading what the future holds for them.
1: I think that's very true I think the predictability of earning is probably going to reduce over time so I think people really do need to be thinking about that and planning for that how do they decide enough today for for the future?
0: And Speaking of the future, let's talk about Aegon. I understand that you're combining a traditional way of doing business and new digital initiatives for some markets. What is this model about and why are you using this model in some markets and not others?
1: Aegon just for people's background Aegon's been around 200 years so it's uh, originally a combination of some Dutch companies but we also acquired the a US insurance company called Transamerica so we operate in seven countries uh, across Asia the way we're thinking about things I think the what I would like to say about Aegon is is that we really do try to understand what's important to our customers so we do this in a few ways one is the retirement readiness survey the largest survey of its kind in the world but we also do primary research in many countries to get to understand what people's needs are. My summary view would be to say that people's needs are very similar to what we probably have in this room. We're concerned about making sure that we have enough for our own retirement. For many people, it's concerned about their parents as well, making sure that they their parents are adequately provided for.
0: And I understand that your company is investing in innovation to help people make their dollar stretch.
1: That's true. So we work in traditional areas, ways of distributing insurance and financial services products. So that's agents and working with banks, et cetera. But we're also investing very heavily in new digital forms of distribution. So people may have heard of the brand GoBear. That's one business Aegon has invested in, which is helping provide consumers with financial services information.
0: And GoBear, just for the listener who may not be familiar with it, is that sort of a comparison site?
1: Yeah, so GoBear provides information to help consumers make better financial decisions. The purpose is, is to make that information available, free and accessible.
0: We have the same mission here on Money FM. Uh, great. <laughs> now, when it comes to embracing new digital initiatives in the insurance industry, and we look at India, I understand 100% of insurance products are sold online there?
1: Yes. So, in India, about uh, two and a half years ago, we made a decision to shift away from traditional external agency distribution. We felt that we weren't achieving our goal of trying to help people make the best financial decisions. So we moved to a purely digital distribution model. So we're now working with some of the online payments and online e-commerce companies in India to try and help our consumers get better access to, to financial services products.
0: And I'm sure the deep mobile penetration there is part of the decision to do that. That's exactly it. In this age that we live in, almost everything is being taken online. So, how has the take-up been to your digital initiatives in India?
1: Very strong. So, we're really quite pleased about it. We're actually doing focusing on the digital distribution in India. So, we have a couple of businesses there. We have one, which is the Agon Life Insurance Company, which is, is growing very nicely. We also have another business called Tomorrow Makers, who's, the focus of which is actually just simply providing information to consumers to help them make better choices. So, again, it's a free service, but we have about 30 million users every year of that website as well.
0: With Andrew Burns, CEO of Aegon Asia, with cyber breaches, a concern for some, how do you, I suppose, uh, reassure the public when 100% of your insurance products are sold online? What are you doing in the area of cybersecurity?
1: It's a, it's a great question and it's a huge area of focus for us. We have a globally a, a very structured program around making sure that our information is kept secure and protected to ensure obviously people want to make sure that their financial information is safe when they provide it.
0: In India, we've talked a little bit about what you're doing there. Let's swing over to China, highly populated market. How has your work there evolved?
1: We're also quite pleased about So we have a joint venture in China with Tsinghua University. So we're now reaching, that business is very quickly growing, and mm. we've now just uh, reached one million uh, policies issued in, in China. I think the very exciting thing in China is just simply the digital take-up. People may not be aware, there's a, a few interesting statistics, but the Digital payments in China exceed the total European Union GDP, so the value of those payments. So it just shows the scale of what's going on there. Similarly, Chinese consumers are very familiar with purchasing financial services products online. You compare, I was looking at a statistic, so in China, something like 70% of consumers have purchased a a financial services product online. That compares to about 30% in the US, for example
0: terrific. But before we let you go, Andrew, we started by talking a little bit about people's perceptions of retirement. Do you want to underline maybe the fundamentals for retirement readiness in today's context?
1: Yeah, sure. Look, I really do think it's, as I mentioned earlier on, the best advice I could give anybody is firstly, plan early, start early as you think about this. I do encourage you to go online and look at independent sources of information for financial. And I think Go Bears one source, but there is also others. And it's about finding that information, making sure you're well prepared yourself and plan for your future.
0: He's Andrew Byrne, CEO of Aegon Asia. This has been Influence. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.